All right. Many of you know that I've been a vegetarian for quite a while now, probably close to 10 plus years. And I just wanted to talk about um, my experience with that diet um, that I'm still mostly on. I will dabble in uh, yeah, probably some salmon once in a while, um, chicken once a week or so, and it's uh, pretty much it. I haven't really gone into eating uh, meat. Um, but uh, I just wanted to mention or talk about my experience with it. And so for the longest time, I went about it not really having educated myself on how to do it right. I never did. I basically just stopped eating meat because I didn't like the fact that something died for me to live. I just, for whatever reason, I got convinced that that was something I didn't want for myself, you know. Uh, I thought that I should be able to live on the um, plant-based diet, essentially, you know, and uh, that I could make it work. And for the most part, I did, and I have. Um, but what I wanted to talk about is a couple things. Uh, number one, when we go on a vegetarian diet from the start without really knowing where our protein sources, our, our plant-based protein sources uh, co come from, it's really hard to get enough uh, protein in each meal. Um, it just is. Um, if we, especially if we don't eat like eggs for breakfast uh, and we're just eating cereal, there's like no protein in cereal. We start the day off with very little protein. And uh, so anyway, the main, the, the main factor, just kind of a given, is, is that we're gonna struggle to get enough protein for the day that a, a, a meat eater, so to speak, would have less trouble hitting that mark. But the more insidious thing that I wanted to talk about that I, the wall that I feel like I hit in 2022 for the most part was that my carbohydrate level and my fat level, basically all of it, carbohydrate level, fat level, protein level were probably at an all time low for me. I was going through a really high stress time uh, after Christmas 2021, uh, beginning of the year 2022, I was just hitting a wall. And the wall for me was tachycardia and uh, restless leg. I couldn't sleep at night. It was very difficult to get a, a good night's sleep. Um, maybe sleep like on and off, probably three to five hours a night. Um, and it just wasn't sustainable. Um, and I didn't have any solutions or answers. And now retro in, re in retrospect, I realize more than likely it was hitting a wall with the vegetarian diet on getting too few calories. And by lowering my carbohydrates too low, what ends up happening is, is that when we have, when we have our carb, when our carbohydrate levels are, are low, like from just eating mostly vegetables, not many fruits. And I remember I wasn't eating bananas as much anymore. So my carbs were dropping. I wasn't eating cheese anymore. My, I wasn't getting the, the, the macronutrient, the other energy source um, other than 
carbohydrates that gives us energy is fat. And I wasn't getting enough fat. I was cutting back on my, my cheeses. I was, because that's allowed on a vegetarian diet. I was cutting back on, in fact, I wasn't paying attention to getting enough avocado. And at that point, I didn't even really cook too much myself. I uh, wasn't getting enough olive oil. Uh, so I was getting, I was very low on fat and I didn't recognize that till beginning of 2023, a year later, literally, that um, I was consistently not getting enough fat in my diet. And, uh, but it started early 2022 with essentially just being too low on carbs and not, not, rec not realizing or not knowing that by eating too, too little carbohydrates, the body, the human body, the kidneys actually don't hold on to salt. It just, or sodium in the body, it just excretes it. So it doesn't, and since it's sodium goes with water, it doesn't hold on to water either. I remember I was going to the bathroom urinating like probably every 45 minutes at one point, sometimes even every half hour I was going to the number one. Um, so it got pretty crazy. Uh, tachycardia was a pretty regular thing. That's where your heart races uh, in the, and it stays high in the 90, 100 beats per minute or more. It just stays up there for hours. And that's from, essentially it's hyponatremia. And what hyponatremia is, is when we cut back on carbs too much, the water level in our body relative to the sodium level in our body, that ratio, it's smaller. The sodium to, to, to water level just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And why that happens is because uh, carbs, the lack of carbs, low carbs, have our kidneys not holding on to the salt and not holding on to water. So you're constantly thirsty, you're constantly drinking, feeling thirsty and you're peeing all the time because your body's not holding on to the sodium. Not only that, is is it a lot of times we're still cutting back on salt in our diet. So so we're low carbs, forcing our body to excrete sodium and water. We're drinking only water, not with salt. We're cutting back on salt in our diet so that that ratio of salt to water keeps going higher and high and or lower and lower and lower right our it's just really small amount of sodium to the fluid level in your body and it's hyponatremia it's low levels of sodium in the blood and so that causes uh, brain fog confusion that tachycardia symptom I was talking about um, just to name a few, I'm not sure of all the other ones off the top of my head, but those are the primary ones, is brain fog. They, they actually have uh, marathon runners that end the race and they literally are collapsed on the ground and people think that, oh, they must need water. When in reality, they've been drinking and drinking and drinking throughout the race, water, only water, only water, sweating, sweating, sweating. Eventually, the amount of sodium in their body gets down to nothing and they have they are tanked up with water and it, it literally um, makes your brain swell and you get confused um, and people you know they're they, they don't know their own 
they don't know what year it is. It just, it just, it's really weird. And uh, in some cases, these people have died because they were treated wrong. They were treated by people who didn't know what might be happening, and they were, they were given more water to drink. And some of them died because of that treatment. Their brain swelled too much, and they went into coma and died. And so it's a real, it's a real thing, and uh, it's something to be to consider on a on a vegetarian diet, especially if you're cutting back on uh, salt and you're not replenishing what your body is losing from the low carb, the low the lower carbs urinating all the time, and or if you're sweating a lot, doing exercise a lot, that sweat you're lowering that salt as that salt even more to the point where. Um, you know, that can essentially happen. So, um, not, not likely with most people that aren't running a marathon, but, you know, if we're experiencing the brain fog issues and or the tachycardia and our heart races, our heart is racing higher than it needs to be, um, let's say more than 90 beats per minute just sitting, um, that can be a, a cause, uh, an indicator that we need to uh, eat some more salt. And not just, not just, in some cases, it's not just salt with like water, you know, because some people add a little bit of salt to their water. It would be like salt, just pretty much straight salt. And uh, in some cases, it's the only way to get the ratio up because if we drink salt with water, we're adding more salt into the mix. We're adding more, I should say, water into the mix. So it, it doesn't help with the ratio. You want to be able to bring the the ratio of salt versus water up. So that's more salt and generally less water. So you know, basically salting your your veggies um, would be a perfect example of that. You know, salt your veggies and add add fat fat like olive oil as a dressing. You know, as one of your dressings at least half of your dressing would be olive oil uh, to help. Uh, counter the lack of one form of energy with the other form of energy that you need um, so yeah that's the wall that I hit and then uh, later on in 2022 I was having uh, angioedema and that happened to be um, from the lack of fat so I was still low on fat I had curbed my my um, tachycardia by just eating more sodium and making sure, you know, when I'm drinking water, at least I'm countering that with uh, either more salt on my food or adding a little bit of salt to my, my liter of water. Usually I'll just put like about an eighth to a quarter teaspoon of salt in a one liter bottle. And that's plenty sufficient for me where you just barely taste the salt in the water. Um, that's about the sweet spot um, for that. And um, that's pretty much it. I think if you are listening to this and you're on a vegetarian diet, um, that is, that's it. I mean, there's probably more that I could add, but um, that could help, you know, save you a lot of headache is study up on what are the, the plant-based forms of protein that are the best, that are the highest amount of protein per like weight, you know? And in the healthiest form of protein, obviously there's some unhealthy forms of protein out there as well, but getting the right amount of protein in, um, upping your salt, salt intake, 
It could be sea salt. I use Celtic sea salt and uh, another form that is a little bit higher in magnesium. Um, I forget the name of it right now. I can maybe put it in the description. But uh, upping your salt because when the carbs are low, your body doesn't retain the salt as much. So if you're not gonna eat more healthy, healthier high glycemic carbs, you need to keep your salt levels up. And uh, especially if you're drinking a lot of water, playing sports or something, you need to keep, uh, eat something salty while you're playing or you know between, uh, before the game, maybe a little during the game on your break or, or on, you know, halftime or whatever it might be for you. And um, yeah, and, and then fat, obviously, because again, when we cut back on the main macro, the other, one of the main macronutrients is for, ener for energy, the carbs, we want to uh, correspondingly up the, the fat um, macronutrient to give us the energy we need. Um, and to remember that fat, once, if and when we become fat adapted, which is where the carb level is low enough, your body will start converting um, fat into carbs through a process called um, something neogenesis. I forget the name, um, but just look it up. Uh, how does our body convert fat into carbohydrates? So it's definitely possible and does happen um, depending on how fat adapted we are. But uh, that's all I got for now. Um, play it back if you need uh, a refresher. <laughs> and um, hopefully I added everything else, everything I needed to add. If not, I'll put it in the description. And I uh, hope this helps somebody. Uh, thanks for watching. Love you all. All right.